Hi there and welcome along to another workout for you to row along to. Today's row is going to be a higher rate, faster, spicy session. It gets quite easy to fall into the kind of 20, 22, 24 strokes per minute rows because they're great for your fitness building, but you don't quite nudge up to the faster stuff. And so it's important every now and then to do them, especially if you are on some kind of a training plan that needs you to get that stroke rate up a little bit higher, like the 10K plan. Now, it's not to say that you have to be doing the 10K plan or any other plan in order to enjoy today's session, but I'm just saying that as part of a plan, you kind of want to go up and down through the rates. That's why I'm saying it. So what we're doing today is we're going to do 10 three-minute intervals with 90 seconds rest in between. Sounds easy, doesn't it? Yeah. Stroke rate-wise, you're going to do between 26 and 28 strokes per minute. Really, this is what I want your 10K stroke rate to be around if that's what you're doing. Same with the 5K as well. You want it to be around about 26 to 28 as well. And your pace for today's session is going to be between 2K plus 7 to 10 seconds. And in fact, if you are doing the 10K plan, then week three session five had a little one minute spurt at 28 strokes per minute after a four minutes at 20. Now whatever pace you naturally fell into during that one minute is the pace I want you to row today's session at. But no matter what I want you to hold the pace that you set for yourself all through the intervals or try and go faster, okay? The most important thing here is you don't go slower, but if you can either hold that pace or try to improve through these 10 intervals, that's what we're looking for. This is our top session of the week, no matter whether it's in the 10K plan or whether this is something you're programming yourself, this is your opportunity to go hard, go fast, and be pretty much exhausted by the end of it. If you don't feel as though you've worked hard through this one, then you've kind of missed the point of this session. This is the top of the pyramid, all right? Anyway, we're going to get into a four-minute warm-up today before this session. Now, we always start off by setting up our machine and go to your drag factor first. Set that where you want it to be. Now, I'm rowing around about 120 right now. I've boosted up by five just to try and see if that does any change. If you don't know about drag factor or where you want some kind of tips where you might want to set it, then do check out the video I have on this channel. Next up, go to your monitor and set it to eye height if you can, if you're on the right kind of machine so you're not looking up and you're not looking down. And finally, if you can adjust your foot stretch your height, set it to a point where you're able to come to the front of the machine with your shins pointing vertically, okay? If you're struggling to get there, there's a good chance that your feet are set too high. And if you go flying past and you end up with a hyperextended back, there's a good chance that they're set too low. Good rule of thumb is if you can get the strap to cover the balls of your feet, that's probably whereabouts you want it to be. And then you can adjust it one notch up and down a little bit just to see for your kind of perfect baby bear taste. All right. I've spoken well way too long so far, so let's get into our warm-up. We're going to do this at 18 strokes per minute, and the amount of power we're going to start at is just going to be the same as a bodyweight squat, okay? Because we're going to spend the first 30 seconds to a minute working on the timing of the connection between our feet and our hands, okay? Oh, less talking, more rowing. In three, two, one, let's go. So what I mean by that connection is that you want your feet to be pushing into the machine at exactly the same time the handle picks up the flywheel or the water wheel or whatever you're using on your rowing machine. If you push too soon with your legs and your butt scoots out from underneath you, you're wasting power, okay? You're losing potential power from your legs. And if you pull too soon on the handle and bend your elbows before your legs get in there, that power from your legs can't get in there either. If you can do both at the same time, 
then all available power from your legs goes into the machine. Okay, now once you've started to get happier with that timing, you can look to increase the pace that you're putting in for this warm-up. I suggest around about 2k plus 20 seconds. And if you don't know what I'm havering on about with this 2k stuff, then it's in the description to nearly all of my videos, including this one. But really quickly, you row a 2000 meter time trial, divide your resulting time by four, and that gives you your average time to cover 500 meters in your 2K time trial. And that's your 2K training pace. So when you set your monitor to show the slash 500 meter screen. When I say 2K plus 20, you take your 2K training pace and roll 20 seconds slower than that. Okay, let's put one foot on the floor. Carry on rowing with just one leg strapped in. And make sure and still give a good old shove from this leg that's strapped in. You want to make sure that this warm-up continues to warm you up for today's session. It will help ease you off because you've got more chance to work on your compression at the front of the machine. Swap feet. But you need to make sure and still push. Maybe be about five seconds slower than when both feet are strapped in. So it's a good indicator of how much power you should still be putting in. One more here, and then we're gonna put both feet back in, legs straight, and roll with your back and your arms. So that means swinging over your hips, picking up that flywheel with your back first, then pulling in your handle. Then you release the handle and swing back over your hips. That timing is so important. Maybe worth doing some off, like in between workouts. Just practice that feeling of picking up the flywheel of your back and pulling in your hands. Okay, let's roll to the front of the machine with straight arms, forward lean, and just press out with your legs. And hold this forward lean and your hands straight as you press with your legs and you should really feel that your hands are picking up the flywheel making it turn without you needing to pull your hands pull your arms sorry it's really important one more it's really important you get that feeling that the power initially comes from your legs and that although your arms aren't pulling they're still connected to the machine and that's how the power gets through there. Because if you just push with your legs and your hands did nothing, nothing would happen to the front of the machine, okay? So, I think I need to make a separate video about this. Anyway, right, keep on moving up and down the rail. If you are not warm enough yet for today's session, hit pause and just keep on rowing for a couple of minutes to make sure that you're nice and warm, but you should be okay. Um, but either way, do a little bit of light rowing, have a quick drink, and I'll quickly go over one more time what it is we're doing today. 
Okay then, so today's session is one of the top tier workouts. What we're gonna do is 10 three minute intervals with 90 seconds rest in between. And we're gonna do these between 26 and 28 strokes per minute. And your pace is gonna be around about 2K plus seven to 10 seconds. Or if you're on the 10K plan where you can have ended up for the 28 strokes per minute, one minute chunk in week three, session five. Okay, so that should really be like your natural pace to be rowing between 26 and 28 strokes per minute. Um, see why I've done that? So it is going to be an intense workout. You're only getting 90 seconds rest in between. And as you get through this, it'll obviously get progressively tougher. But like I said, the first time around describing this, if you're able to improve your pace, then please do. I wouldn't do it right from the start because what I don't want you to do is blow up your system and then not be able to complete the entire session at 2K plus 7 to 10. But if you feel, you know what, I've got more in me than that Scottish doofus is telling me to do, then please try and go faster as you get through, okay? You, you'll get, you'll know your own body. And even if you don't, this will be a good session that will teach you what you're capable of. That you'll know, this is when you start to, to know, can I push myself a little bit harder here and all that kind of stuff. And the 90 seconds rest will give you enough of a kind of a reset into the next interval anyway, all right? Less chatting, more rowing. <laughs> Maybe I should put that in a t-shirt. Okay, we ready for this first three minute interval between 26 and 28 strokes a minute, round about 2K plus seven to 10 in three, two, one, go. So, it'll take a while, maybe three or four strokes, especially first time rounds to get into the rhythm that you're looking for. But follow me either on the video or by the whoosh of my flywheel on the podcast and you should hit your rhythm. And then it's just down to trying to make sure you're putting in enough of a leg drive to hit the pace that you're looking for. I wouldn't hold it against you if this first interval is a little bit tougher, just because you may not be fully warmed up yet. But hopefully, now that we are a minute and a quarter in, You should be on rates and pace. And just pay attention to how your body feels in terms of, do you think you can add more as the session goes on? Now obviously, I didn't get too heavy on technique in the warm-up and we have hit the ground running for the main session. But I'll try to cover different aspects over the next 
nine intervals. So hopefully you can think about it as we move on. Okay, less than 30 seconds to go. Keep it strong. Remember, the power comes from your legs. Just a few more strokes to go. Two more. Last one. There we go. That was hopefully short and sharp. Trust me, this is when you start to realize that the Concept 2 is a time machine where those three minutes will feel like they'll last forever. And this minute and a half will be over in the blink of an eye. Make sure to have a drink in between all of the intervals. You don't want dehydration to be your enemy on this one. And also, just reseat your seat. Just change the point where your sit bones are kind of compressing the, your glutes. Give them a wee bit of a break. All right, 25 seconds to go. If you want to start light rowing with 10 seconds to go in order to protect your back from that first stroke, then please do. But I'll still be going at zero to try and match me for the start point. Okay, 11, 10, okay, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Now remember, just like I said at the end of the last interval, Rowing is all about the leg drive. Everything is controlled by your leg drive. Your stroke rate and your pace all come from that. A more powerful push with your legs sees a faster drive speed and because of that the pace goes up but also because you're taking a few more strokes per minute than you would be if you're doing this at 22 or 24 so more power into the machine coupled with more strokes means faster pace but you still have to get that power from your legs into the machine and that's what I was trying to say about the importance 
of keeping those arms straight and connected right from the start of the leg drive. Because that is how the pace or the power, sorry, goes into the machine. And then it comes down to efficiency. So making sure that forward lean is there too as you push with the legs and make sure that the power from your legs efficiently goes into the machine. Okay. Three, two, one. So, as you come into the front of the machine, arms straight and a forward lean to about one o'clock on the clock face. And that lets the power from your legs surge up through your body, through your back into your arms without your back and arms fighting against that power. So important about getting all available power uninterrupted into the machine. If you bend your elbows pulling on the handle too soon, you're using your shoulders and your biceps and whatever to fight against that power from your legs. And actually you're cancelling each other out, so which is completely inefficient, and that's what I was meaning by the importance of efficiency for the stroke. Okay, 15 seconds to go. 10 seconds to go. Do some light rowing to start if you want to protect your back. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And we're off again. Same stroke rates. But as we're now coming into interval three, this may be the first time you think about could you go a tiny bit faster? So if you have been, have been seeing 152 on screen, do you think maybe you could do 151? So straight arms, forward lean as you push your feet into the machine and then once your legs are about halfway through their push the power from them starts to fade so you top up that power by swinging your back from 
the forward lean into a backward lean and then as your legs fade even more that's when you finally pull the handle with the arms so you're only pulling the handle right at the back of the stroke here so legs back arms legs back arms push swing pull push swing pull or as I like to say push rock pull push rock pull because you are rocking your body backwards and forwards over your hips rather than bending you're rocking okay three two one so again you're not slumping forwards crumpling back slumping forwards crumpling back you are hinging rocking over your hips just from a one o'clock to eleven o'clock one o'clock to eleven o'clock it's the ideal you'll see some people finish way further back than eleven o'clock but you need a really strong core and you're risking damaging your intercostals if you're not strong enough Three down, seven to go. We're getting there. Am I holding pace? And about, yeah, and about 152 average for each of mine so far, which is a second faster than I'd pegged it to. So this is just the natural pace I'm rowing at. Okay, coming down to 10 seconds to go if you want to do light rowing to protect your back. Five, four, three, two, one, go. Get that good, strong drive out with your legs. And that's the thing, because you really want to think about the fact that at least 60% of the power of your stroke comes from your legs. So if you kind of self-analyze and try to work out where you think your power is coming from, if you suddenly realize your legs are kind of the least active 
and maybe you're thinking about pulling with the arms more than you're thinking about pushing with the legs then start to think about that timing of the push of your legs and the connection of the handle to the machine that you want them to happen at the same time but also you want to hold that forward lean and straight arms as you push with your feet and it can help to think about pushing the machine away from you through the wall or treadmill that's in front of you rather than thinking about pushing yourself back or worse thinking about pulling the handle so just think a powerful push you're shoving the machine away from you and if you have your position right that power will flood into the machine from your legs two more one more Whew. hopefully by now this higher stroke rate will have settled in and you'll be used to rowing at this higher rate it is something that you need to get used to I know some people are more comfortable at higher rates some people are more comfortable at lower rates and to be honest both of you need to work on the other one so if you're only comfortable rowing at this stroke rate spend time slowing it down and vice versa Drink. because you need to get the stroke rate up for any kind of time trial and trust me there's nothing worse than sitting down and for the first time in a long time getting that stroke rate up and feeling so uncomfortable well there is actually something worse it's doing it during a race <laughs> when you sit down and go oh hang on I've not actually rode at 28 for ages and it feels really uncomfortable you don't want that in a race 12 seconds to go 10, start your light rowing if you wish. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And we're off again. Now, if you think back to the very first interval, when I was saying about the importance of the leg drive 
to help stroke rate. That's actually only half of the story. Your recovery controls the other half. Your recovery being the point from once you've finished the handle into your chest and then you start moving forwards again. So your recovery actually starts when you release the handle from your chest. So you pull in, but then the same speed that you pulled the handle in at, you release it away from you in a nice rhythm. You don't want to jerk it away. It's all about fluid motion through every phase of the stroke. So in, out, in, out. And what you'll find is from a rhythm point of view, as your hands start to come forwards, you will trigger that forward lean back over your hips, that rock. And then by the time your hands are past your knees, you'll be in that forward lean. And all you have to do is bend your knees to slide to the front of the machine. And because you're using rhythm and momentum, that should help with your stroke rate. Three, two, one. So the whole point is pull in, straight back out again at the same rhythm. You don't pull, hold, and then push because that destroys your rhythm. And then suddenly you're having to force stuff over. Whereas almost like a bounce through your muscles. You know, if you do this, your arms just want to go forwards again. They don't go and hold. They want to come forward. It's the same with the handle. You pull it in, it wants to just go back forwards again because of the momentum and that. Seriously, Jack, you look like a chicken. Walk. Have a drink. We are at the Bon Jovi point. We are halfway there. So five more to go. I did that one a wee bit faster still, but uh, it's hot and sweaty today. Sweaty, sweaty, nutty. 
Okay, 10 seconds to go. I'm gonna go into interval six in five, four, three, two, one, go. I really, if there's one thing, if all of this information has got you a bit snowblind to what you should really be paying attention to, then probably the most important kind of underlying thing to retain is this idea of flow. Remember, this comes from rowing on the water. And you want a nice flowing, steady action in order to keep the boat gliding through the water. And it's the same here. You want the flywheel to basically just keep on spinning and you're not jerking it to a stop by jagging the handle into it. You should just be topping up the speed that it spins at. And that rhythm is helped by your body rhythm. So try not to pause at either end of the machine. So you get to the finish of the stroke and then push away and recover. But also as you come in to the front of the machine, try not to pause, which I have a bad habit of doing. So slide forwards, then turn it around, nice and quick, smooth. Forwards, turn it around. Get that timing right, push, the feet and often the timing is wrong if you have a pause at the front so just think about it. turn it around here we go three two one ah. now I'm still Hovering around about 2K plus six and a bit. Go a little bit faster, but that's kind of my average. Now that we're four to go, I really want you to think about if you can put more into it. This is now like coming to the closing stages of a 10K or any distance race where you need to add the pressure in. Yes, it will feel uncomfortable, but you're only doing it for three minutes and you get a minute and a half rest. So we can all manage three minutes, can't we? 
have a drink. And even if you do start to find the intensity gets up, just count in groups of four strokes. Four is the magic number. That's why I said in week three, session five, and it's true. Let's go one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And soon it'll be over. 15 seconds to go. 11, 10, if you wish to start your light rowing. Five, four, three, two, one, interval seven. So can you add another second to your pace? Or if you have your monitor set to show your projected finish in meters, can you try to exceed how far you've gone so far. I've been around about 806 to 809 in most of my intervals so far. So I'd really quite like to finish a little bit further for these last four intervals. Try not to do that by increasing stroke rate though. Do try to hold between 26 and 28. So I'll allow you an increase to 28 if you've been at 26 most of the time but try not to go over it I want this to be about more of a push from your legs rather than an increase in stroke rate I'm on track, 812, my projected finish. And don't worry if you are a lot further than me or not quite as far as me. It's all about what you're capable of, not what I'm capable of. We're all in this together, but just maybe at different stages of our journey. Come on, almost there. One more stroke. Oh, 8.13, happy with that, that was 2k plus 5.7 for me, 
Again, this is where rowing is magnificent because you get to do a session like this and instantly you have the data in front of you to let you know where you're holding stroke rate, how's your heart rate, how far did you go, how fast did you go, how long have you got left in your, <laughs> in your rest. Whereas other sports like running, maybe even swimming, those metrics aren't as instantly available to you. And certainly not mid-interval. I suppose running you could look at your watch, but swimming, say, you don't know how you get on until you finish and look at the clock. Even then it doesn't tell you how you got on during an interval. Right, 10 seconds to go. We have three intervals left. Come on, we've got this. Five, four, three, two, one, go. And again, can you add one meter? Even if it's just one meter, can you add to what you managed last time round? So that means for me, I want to see one minute 50 as my current 500 meter pace. But I also need to keep an eye on my stroke rate to make sure I'm not getting there by trying to sneak in an extra stroke per minute. And just make sure to hold that flow. Even if you start to get fatigued, just think about the flow. Think about sliding forwards, no more than shins vertical. Leaning forwards, no more than one o'clock. Arms straight, fingers hooked over the handle. You're not choking the handle. Then get that timing right and push with the legs. Send that power surging through the through your body, through your arms, into your fingers, into the handle, and then transferring through the chain into the flywheel. Come on, almost there. Hmm. 
Here we go. Closing few strokes. Three, two, one. Uh, four, just 8.14 that time. I know it's only one meter improvement on the last interval for me, but you know what? You never know in a race whether that one meter, that one decimal point in your pace is the difference between first or second, second or third, or beating a rival or even getting a PB or just performing for your team. So we'll continue this for the next two. Let's see if we can increase on what came before. Don't worry if you've had to, if you've ended up a little bit slower than you were at the very beginning. The important thing is right here, right now, that you go faster than you have in the last interval. Oh, 15 seconds to go. 11. 10 seconds to start light rowing to protect your back if you wish. 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, go. Interval 9. Now, I do know that if I start doing the light rowing with 10 seconds to go because the flywheel will already be moving that first stroke would get me up to speed a lot quicker and I would go faster but I haven't done that before so I'm not going to start doing it now in today's workout and also just makes it harder to be sure that you are comparing like for like intervals especially when it comes to just searching for a one meter increase I know that if I finish one meter faster here, it's due to going faster. It's not got anything to do with the timing of my first rolling start stroke. Ooh. Come on, keep that leg drive powerful. Hold your forward lean and straight arms. Add in your back and arms. Don't waste them by swinging 
or pulling too soon and then get the handle away and over your knees before they bend get in to the starting position before you get there not as you get there three two one oh. eight eighteen four meter increase that time and typically the second last interval is often the trickiest one to go faster on so as being this is the last interval of the piece I want to try and let's see if I can get I'll aim for 8.25 let's see it's a bit of a jump but if I can hold 28 strokes a minute and get round about 8.25 I'll be happy to be honest though even if I got 8.20 I'd still be happy but as this is the last interval of the workout this is your time to shine okay really try and finish strong at the same stroke rate oh Ooh. 11 10 here we go last one you've got it five four three two one go get in there nice and powerfully with the legs and if you are still rowing at 26 strokes a minute then I want you to increase and match me at 28 this is like the closing three minutes of your 10k you can even with one minute to go if you want to break ranks and increase stroke rate as long as your pace increases with it then by all means do this is meant to be a strong full-on session today so how about we make it that keep that power coming from the legs 
your arms follow you don't have to think about them as long as you're pushing come on I'm gonna hold my rate but try to get more power as we come in to a close should really feel your legs burning as you push into the machine come on you should feel like you're rowing a big race five four three two one ah ah well 8.33 will do and again I'm not trying to show off because I know there's loads of you out there who look on a lot further than me but I was just calling out distances to show that improvement is possible so I finished at 2k plus 3 for the average but my last stroke was just under 2k pace now depending on how you see it the good or bad news is that this session is going to come up again and next time it'll be 12 times 3 just to warn you all right wasn't a two minute cool down here we go make sure and have a drink before we start this havering gave you enough time to have a drink and to just slow your breathing rate down a little bit heart rate recovers a little bit i'm down from 165 to 100 now so i figure i'm okay to start cool down so here we go in three two one let's go now just pick a pace where you feel that you're still putting in some effort but that you could gradually ease off on so maybe right about 2k plus 25 excuse me and then you can work your way slower down to about 2k plus 30 just to give your muscles a chance to ease into a stop get the blood pumping reset your brain remember what it's like to row comfortably so that next time you row you're not going to be like oh rowing is awful <laughs> but don't worry the next session after what's been quite a tough week so far session four is actually nice and gentle 
backing off duration a little bit and pace because I don't want especially if you're doing a five day a week plan and you're not taking any rest days I don't want you to scrape your energy sources dry by asking you to row too intense for too long through the week <clears throat> however if you are well rested by the time you do the next session then you um going to throw in an option to do a 500 meter time trial at the end of it just because i know how some people like to go fast it's almost like a reward for going back to one of those long slow ones right that's me done on the cool down make sure to spend time to stretch well or pack up while i'm going through this end bit i would say waffle but i just really need to be a bit more positive about the things i say it's not waffle hopefully it's all interesting i have as these sessions get a bit more intense a little bit longer and whatever i'm starting to get a little bit more on point about technique and things and i don't not really keeping you company with stories of dead mouse and van halen and things so i'll try and bring them back in at one point because i know i know some of you don't watch just for the technique tips some of you actually do kind of switch off to when i'm having one of my story tale things and i think it is probably quite important as a brand thing that i continue to do that unless of course you tell me no 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 no, I'll just stick with technique <laughs> um yeah so anyway so we're done on that one like i say that's the first time round for this one which is why it was only 10. if you look at the history of some of my other rows you'll see that actually i've done either a little bit longer or with like longer rest and things but because we are halfway through the plan and that's the first time we've done that kind of a session i just wanted to be an intro to the higher rate for a longer duration because it was 28 strokes a minute for three minutes over and over and over again rather than it being before I've done either four minutes and then the 28 or I've done a 24 and a 28 or something it's just that one had to be an introduction to get you up there and then we'll do it again slightly longer next time and then hopefully you'll get fitter faster stronger that's the whole point of it so in fact you know what I don't think I've used that as a proper hashtag at any point. So let's just make that the hashtag to prove you got this far through the video. So just fitter, faster, stronger. It's all it has to be. I've got all over my t-shirts and things. This one doesn't have it strangely, but that would have been a good day to have worn this, that t-shirt, wouldn't it? Um, but yeah, just hashtag fitter, faster, stronger. Because you know what? That's what this is all about. It's about getting you fitter, faster and stronger. And it's also just about getting you through sessions that you probably wouldn't have done if it wasn't for me rabbiting on the way at you in the whole time so anyway i do hope you enjoyed this one if you're doing the 10k plan then i hope you're, you are getting fitter faster stronger from it i know i am and i'm just making the sessions for you so hopefully it's working for you as well if you did this as a standalone then i hope it worked well for you as well i hope everybody managed to squeeze something out towards the end <laughs> well time not as in squeeze something out that's a bit rude um squeeze out a little bit more distance out towards the end of the workout even if like say come interval six you were finding it really tough and you had to slow down a bit if you just hit reset at interval seven and manage to go faster through the next ones then that's absolutely fine by me okay because everyone has different levels of fitness okay anyway i'm all done i hope you manage to get something nice to eat and you stretch and all that kind of stuff i will see you in week four session four which hopefully you will enjoy as a good old recovery row uh yeah so look after yourself stay safe be well bye bye